friends, welcome to the second episode of Tripping Over Tropes. The first episode was all about the trope hero turned villain, and now I'm going to tell you about the chosen one trope. I chose this trope for one of the episodes because it is a very common and popular trope, and can be put into almost any genre, not all of them of course. Even though this trope could seem really repetitive, some of the most popular books have the trope. So let's dig deep into the Chosen One's trope. The Chosen One trope is a classic. That one underdog character that turns out to be actually the savior or the special one in the world. Uh, This trope is in some of the most well-known books, like Divergent, The Hunger Games, and Harry Potter, the classics. The fantasy genre is one of my go-to genres, and the chosen one trope is definitely popular in fantasy novels. Everyone wants to be the star. I think that's why it's popular. When you're not very well-known, or you feel insignificant, not that everyone isn't significant, everyone is significant. It's fun to read a book with someone you can relate to that ends up being one of the most well-known people in the world or one of the most incredible people in the world that ends up saving everyone. It's really interesting to see a normal person go from their average day going to high school and then suddenly having magical powers. For this episode, I decided I wanted to do two interviews of some people that I know. One of the interviews is with my brother, who does not read, like, at all. I think he said that he read about 30 books in his life, or that's his estimate. And the second person was my friend Amy Sheardown, and she reads probably as much as me, maybe more, which is impressive because I read a lot. Um, So I just wanted to compare the two a little bit, and here are the interviews. Could you please state your name for the interview? Logan Underwood. My name is Amy Sheardown. So my first question for you is, do you read often? No. Yes, I do read a lot. I do. (laughs) What genre of book or movie do you usually read or watch? Um, probably a drama, something of that type. I usually read contemporary fiction, uh, definitely realistic fiction. I'm kind of open to anything. Do you know what a trope is? Vaguely. Yes, I do know what a trope is. What are your favorite and least favorite tropes? Um, probably my least favorite trope is the uh, entitled trope. I don't know. I don't know. If uh, if that if the point gets across, but it's the like bratty type yeah. thing, it's just very annoying. Um, I definitely depends on the book that I'm reading, but I'm very into the like angry woman. I like it when women go kind of crazy in books. Have you ever read a book with the chosen one trope in it? Yes, um, I am. Okay, I can't really say Die Hard anymore because, like, I don't like J.K. Rowling. Oh. But Harry Potter, that was, like, my stuff as a kid. I was, like, 
this is so good and Percy Jackson and all those like classic dystopian Hunger Games, Divergent, those kinds of books which I was reading probably a bit too young but but yeah the like chosen savior trope. And what is your opinion on the chosen one trope? Like what do you think of it? I think it's good. I think it is like you said a really common thing that happens in fantasy books and that can get kind of repetitive when it's like oh yeah what are you just a normal boy going to high school in New York City nope you're a demigod like it happens a lot so I think it can get kind of repetitive but it's always sweet and what do you think makes a trope appealing um a blend of relatability I think is really important I I think to tell or for it to be of like of of the desired effect i think it needs to be a little bit over over exaggerated like you need to you play on relatability a bit but you also need to be able to extend it i think that people like it when they can connect to a character like with the chosen one it's often like the underdog character who then becomes the savior and i think a lot of people can connect to that or resonate with that and want to become the savior mm-hmm. so i think tropes are a way for us to connect to books. When you're looking for a book or a movie, do you look for a specific trope? No. I'd imagine the end result of the movies I look for it would result in a in a consistent theme of like tropes that I would go from, but it's never I'm looking for a specific trope to watch. It kind of just comes with the movie that I'm watching. Yeah, I think I do. Um, Like I said, I am very into, like, angry feminist literature. So uh, definitely those, like, you can tell from reading the back cover when a book has a trope in it, essentially. Um, So, yeah, I when I find a book that I read and I like a trope in it, then I'm able to find new books and better books because they connect to that trope. I think it was super cool to get two other people's voices on my podcast and it was really interesting to hear other people's opinions on trope and specifically Amy's opinion on the chosen one trope. To get into some examples of books with the trope chosen one, I will start off with the Percy Jackson series by Rick Royden. This series is definitely classic, and it even became a movie, and I think seeing the comparison from book to movie is really interesting. The main character in the Percy Jackson series is Percy Jackson, as you probably got from the title. Uh, It's all about demigods and Greek gods and how they were just about destroyed the world, but Percy Jackson, a demigod, um, turns out to save it. I love that in this book the main character is not portrayed as literally perfect. As an example, Percy is described to have acne and he's short in the first beginning books. And I think that's really cool, especially for a male main character because they're usually portrayed as six foot five and super muscular and everyone wants to be them. And I think it's really good that they have that flaws. I read all five of the series uh, in four days. Uh, To be fair, I was sick, but it was really good and I definitely would have read it fast even if I wasn't sick. A quote from this book is, being a hero doesn't mean you're invincible. It just means that you're brave enough to stand up and do what's needed. And last but definitely not least for examples of books, Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling. And before I talk about this book, 
I want everyone to understand that I know these books are a bit of a controversial topic at the moment because of the author, but I want to specify I am only talking about the content in the books and not going to mention the author. Okay, so the main character is Harry Potter, as you probably knew. Um, I unfortunately have not read all the books. Very disappointed in myself for that. I know it's a classic and I need to read them, but my TBR list is too much. Um, this series is practically the definition of Chosen One. Harry Potter is a young boy in his aunt and uncle's abusive household uh, because his parents died when he was a baby, but suddenly he finds out that he is the most important boy in the wizarding world. It's kind of strange uh, that almost every Chosen One book I can think of the main character's parent or parents are dead. It's it's so common in these books, it's just, I find it very interesting. A quote from the a Harry Potter book is, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. This is said by Dumbledore. The chosen one trope can be used to make an incredible novel. But it can also seem very repetitive. It all depends on how you incorporate it. One thing you can almost always count on with a Chosen One book is the growth of a character. They always grow. They never stay the same throughout the book. They grow and change even if the character's traits are only enhanced. I love the classics, and a lot of the classics have the Chosen One trope. It's a bit of a nostalgic trope and definitely reminds me of my childhood. I really hope you enjoyed this episode about the Chosen Ones. Please join me in the next episode of Tripping Over Tropes. It will be all about that group of people who are family, but definitely not by blood. The found family trope. Let's trip right over into the next episode.